Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Evie, and thank you so much for spending this time with me. I freaking love doing the podcast, but I am so glad that you're here. I created this podcast for you. So thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me. And today I'm joined by a really special guest, Afia Salter. Afia is a mindset and manifestation coach, content creator, and podcast host of The Manifest Edit. Her mission is centered around empowering ambitious women to stop playing small, confidently manifest their desires, and create extraordinary lives. There is nothing that charges her up more than empowering people to step into their greatness. After being orphaned at 14, she desperately wanted to live a normal life, but the older she got and realized that normal wasn't going to cut it, she wanted more. Afia went from battling chronic illness, anxiety and depression to moving overseas from Scotland to Australia and manifesting her extraordinary life. Now Afia dedicates her life to empowering others to break out of the normal and into extraordinary. How amazing is that? Afia has an incredible story and so much wisdom to share, which you will hear on the podcast today about manifestation. So this podcast is dedicated entirely to manifestation, which is such a such a big topic. And I feel like it gets a bit of a bad rap online. You know, there's this kind of a buzzword at the moment, so much hype around it, like think positively and manifest your dream life. But really we take it a layer deeper and talk about the stuff that actually works and that there's more to the puzzle piece than just think positively, right? You are going to absolutely love this episode. I certainly did having this this conversation with Athea. She's an incredible human. You will just hear her wisdom and her knowledge and her love through this, this conversation. So without further ado, here is the one and only Athea Salter. Welcome to the podcast, Athea. It's so good to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm really glad to be here too. So excited for t- today's conversation. But before we dive in, can you kick us off with a dose of inspiration and tell us your favorite quote and why? Yes. So my favorite quote is, and then I realized to be more alive, I had to be less afraid. So I did it. I lost my fear and I gained my whole life. Uh, <gasps> Yeah, I'm just obsessed with it. It's by Cleo Wade. And I, when I first discovered this quote, it was many years ago on Pinterest and it said, source unknown as many things do on Pinterest where people just like steal something on the internet and can't be bothered to find out the rest of the information. But that quote just was so profound to me that I 
had to actually find out where it came from and it actually wasn't that difficult to find it out um and I found out that it was from this book of poems by Cleo Wade called Heart Talk and it's just it's so beautiful it just feels like you know one small line that's so poetic and so profound so I always think about that when I'm like you know moving through some fear it's just like wow you could give this up and you could have everything yeah yeah I was gonna say so so beautifully written as well but also so true so accurate right when we let go of the fair talk or our inner critic I often refer to it as then life really starts exactly amazing what a good quote I have not heard that before but I'm definitely keeping that one I'm a sucker for good quotes and have them all over all over the show (laughs) so we're going to talk a lot about manifestation today but I wanted to know a little bit more about you how you came into doing this work so can you tell the listeners a bit more about you and your backstory yeah so I didn't grow up wanting to be a manifestation coach. You know, it wasn't around when I was younger. Uh, Actually, I wanted to be a doctor when I was younger. I always had this desire to help people and to impact people in a broader way. I got to school and I sucked at science. (laughs) So that dream kind of went out the window. Um, But throughout my life, I grew up, I actually grew up Buddhist and I already had a more kind of spiritual lens into life, even though Buddhism is a religion. And I decided to revisit it in my early 20s when I was going through a particularly challenging period in my life. And I was really going through somewhat of an identity crisis. And, you know, prior to going to university and prior to going back from my, at that point, I was going back for my second degree, I had grown up in the care system and I'd actually been orphaned at 14. And you know, number one, that's really challenging, but also growing up as a black woman in Scotland, there was, you know, many questions around my identity there. Also growing up in an adoptive family where my parent was mixed race. So I felt there were always a lot of question marks around my identity. And so when I got to this position where I was finishing my first degree and then we're meant to go out into the world, I just didn't feel ready at all. And that really led to a very challenging time for me. And what got me through it was, you know, some great relationships, but also turning to therapy, to personal development, to conscious manifestation and realizing that I did have a power in my hands to change my situations. And what was I going to do with that power? And I've, you know, this is something that's really, um, (laughs) this is maybe a little bit difficult to say. And if you're in this position right, right now, it may be difficult to hear, but if you are going through a challenging time, you have to make the choice that you actually want to move out of those challenges because as much as I had people around me that wanted to support me and wanted me to do better and wanted me to be happy they couldn't do the work for me and they couldn't want it more than I wanted it for myself so I actually had to almost make the decision to live again and to really put myself out there yeah you're so you're so right there's so much truth in that absolutely we can't change other people as much as we want to it has to always come from within hey and so often I think it comes it comes down to like getting into one of those positions where you know you're so sick of your own bs or the stuff that you've been navigating is really really challenging and it's and you realize that there's got to be another way or I need some support or some help here to pull me through this challenging time yeah, what a journey you've been on. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's been it's been a journey. So tell us more. I'd love to like segue into manifestation, but I'm curious why a manifestation coach? So for me, mindset and manifestation work really helped me out of that particularly challenging period of my life. And 
at that time I was really struggling from anxiety, from depression, from chronic pain. And it just felt like on top of all of that, I felt like a victim of my circumstances. And I'd always kind of grown up with this belief that I am going to have to work harder than everyone else to get to the same places as everyone else. And also is it even possible for me to have the same things that everyone else has. And I grew up with this belief and especially from age 14 onwards, I was like, I was just like, I just want my life all I want is for my life to be normal. And then that will be me having everything I've ever wanted. And when I got to my early twenties and I'm coming to my end of my time at university and I'm thinking back to some of the experiences I've had and the people I've met, I realized that I don't just want my life to be normal. I want my life to be extraordinary. I have the power to make my life extraordinary. And in the journey that I went on to make my life extraordinary and also seeing myself as an extraordinary person, I wanted other people to have that too, because I think a lot of us are going through life on autopilot and often just Mm. settling for life rather than consciously creating it because it feels easier or it feels less scary. And while in the short term, maybe that can be true in the long term, your soul is always going to have that tug, always going to have that longing saying there's more. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, you referred to this a couple of times of like, I realized that I had the power within me to change my life or to manifest whatever I wanted. How did you come to that point though, right? Because I think some of us, when we're in that victim mentality or in those really tough, challenging times, it's hard to believe that we have the power to change it. Can you speak to that a bit more? Yeah. And I think it is something that maybe does sound like a really big concept, but ultimately what I realized and what I especially share now with my clients is that it's it's easy to blame external circumstances and situations and in the moment it feels kind of good to do that but so long as you're blaming other people blaming other situations what you're actually doing is you're externalizing your power and you're saying someone else has more control over my life than I do and maybe at one point I believe that to be true but at some point I was like that actually isn't true. I've actually created a lot of incredible things for myself. I've got myself out of some incredibly challenging situations and I am an incredibly resilient human being. So why am I saying that other people have more power of my life than I do? Because that simply isn't true. And no matter how many questionable relationships or difficult circumstances that I went through, I was always the one that had the power in those situations, even if at times I gave that away. Mm. Yes. Yes. So beautifully said. I I just wrote down radical responsibility. So true. We have the power to change our lives. Absolutely. And I love the idea that you realize that, yeah, why am I giving that power away or responsibility away to someone else? Yeah. Love it. Love it. So, okay. Manifestation. I feel like it's like a big buzzword at the moment or like all the hype around it on socials. But I also feel like there's a whole lot of misconceptions out there with it. So can you maybe tell us a bit more about maybe like a definition of what manifestation really is? The way I like to define manifestation is the process of making something real. And it's a lot simpler definition than a lot of people use it. They're like, wait, what? Just the process of making something real. But I really want to press upon you the idea that we're all manifesting all the time, which is why often I say conscious manifestation, because we are unconsciously manifesting so many things in our life already. So I say that I don't 
teach people how to begin manifesting because we're all already manifesting all the time. It's just like, how successful are you in actually manifesting more of the things that you do want as opposed to things that you don't want? And how aware of you, how aware are you of the power that you have? So when people say concepts like thought become things, people get really wrapped up in, wow, this sounds esoteric and you can't just magic something out of nowhere without mm. really, you know, looking for the extra context in what that really means. So when someone says thoughts become things, they're not just saying like you think about something and it instantaneously materializes. Although for some people, I'm sure they have the ability to make that happen. Not that enlightened yet, but what they mean is you have an idea. Oh, you know, it would be really great. I would love to one day start my own business. Now, some people are just going to continue to have that as a wish or a hope or a dream for one day. That would be nice. One day that would be nice and just continue to live in that one day. Other people are going to say, you know what, I'm going to make this dream into a reality. And everything that happens in between that, oh, I'd like to have my own business to setting up that website, having your first client or customer, and that actually being something you can experience in your 3D physical reality is a manifestation. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. So what do you think some of the missing puzzle pieces are then? As I guess, like you've mentioned, it's when people oversimplify it maybe as like a, it's just a wish or a thought or a, a passing yeah a passing thought and then it comes your reality like that overnight um but what else do you see or, or what are the missing puzzle pieces that we don't talk about enough online I think you know is what's really interesting is that we as we grow older we kind of suspend our belief of magic so yeah. while you know we lose a little bit of that playfulness or that joy or that you know when you're young and you think like yeah Santa's real yeah there's a fairy yeah I can do all of these things yeah I could become a doctor when I'm younger even though I'm terrible at science so you know we have these dreams and it doesn't seem crazy that these dreams would actually manifest because we are so impressed with that belief that anything is possible and you can make anything happen and then as we get older that's kind of like chipped away at to where we're almost at the opposite end of the scale where it seems like wild and ludicrous to think that we would ever have these dreams. So when it comes to manifestation, it's almost like you have to approach it with that childlike curiosity again of, okay, I'm just going to open myself up to some exploration and see what could potentially happen here. And where I see a lot of people come at it from is like, they're already so skeptical. And I'm not saying like, you have to show up to manifestation 100% believing in the power, 100% believing it's possible straight away if that doesn't feel true for you, but at least come in with an open mind and not saying like, nah, I I'm, don't believe it, doesn't work, doesn't happen before you even get started. And there are so many ways that we don't realize how much of being a skeptic is actually impacting our ability to live our life to the fullest and to the most potential. And even just a, a simple way that I realized this is last year in lockdown in Melbourne, I had a lot of free time on my hands and I had this friend and um, we'd gone to this event together. She'd invited me to go to the Australian Open with her and she had some free tickets and that's why she'd taken me. And she was talking about all these free events she was going to. I was like, how are you, how are you going to all these events? And she's like, oh yeah, I just like win competitions with them. I enter competitions and I win them and I go to all these events. I'm like, okay. And so after we went to that event together, I would tag her in like all these competitions I would see on Instagram. Like, oh, she loves to enter competitions. I'll tag her in this. She'll win this. I never really saw it as something for me. That was just something that she did. But mm. when it came to we're in lockdown, I'm like, okay, like I've got some time. Tell me how you're doing this competition entering thing. I was still a little bit skeptical, but like if she's doing it, like how hard can it really be? Within a week, we'd won our first competition together. And I'd went from believing, okay, maybe it happens for some people. Maybe it happens for her to, hmm this could happen for me. And I was like, if it's so easy for it to happen for me, just like that, 
what would happen if I believed that I could win one every week? And then I went from that position of being basically a skeptic to winning like $9,000 worth of prizes over the course of six months from holidays, clothes, money, everything. I won it because I believed that it was actually possible to do it. Amazing. Oh my goodness. Love that story so much. And so what I hear you say is one, like getting back into that childhood magic of anything's possible and the, and, and really it's that belief that I can do this, that it is possible, or at least being open to the idea that it could happen at some point, right? Yes, absolutely. Just being open to possibilities, like opens up your world so much. And I also like encourage people to think about things when you're thinking of concept, is it more fun to believe? Is it more expansive to believe that this is BS? Or is it more expansive to believe that something could actually happen? You know, I would rather be proven wrong by having like this amount of belief rather than just like never never trying yeah absolutely um I just wrote down intention as well like going into it with the intention of like like you said I'm just going to do this little fun experiment and see with curiosity if I could win these competitions and you did isn't that amazing whereas if we're just like like you said earlier if we're just living on autopilot and just going through the motions then we don't have that conscious thought or attention on what it is that we're really wanting to manifest or create or experience in our lives that's exactly it Mm, so fascinating have you got other stories of manifestation yeah I had um, (laughs) another random one that happened to me was I went to LA in 2019 and before I went I was like by the way this is before Ellen DeGeneres was problematic this is before we knew how problematic she was (laughs) so I was like I'm gonna go to the Ellen show and I'm gonna go to Coachella I'm gonna go to the Ellen show I'm gonna go to Coachella and First thing that happened, I got tickets to the Ellen show, not once, but twice. I got to go twice, which is pretty much unheard of. And the second thing that happened was I got there and in the accommodation, I'm saying everyone's talking about Coachella. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is actually in my budget. Not sure I can do this. And I'd actually lost, (laughs) I'd lost a bag of my possessions at the airport because I was really tired and I just abandoned my bag and I forgot about it and lost it. And it had like a thousand dollars worth of stuff in it. I was really upset about it. So I took myself out for dinner. It was kind of moping. And while I was at the bar, this woman was like, oh, what are you eating? That looks really good. And we got chatting and she's like, yeah, you know, I just, I really love what you're doing, like traveling alone. This is really cool. Let's stay in touch on Instagram. Uh, We exchanged Instagram details, but honestly, I didn't think I was ever going to hear from her again. And then the next day she commented on one of my photos, like, hey, do you want to go to Coachella? And I messaged her. I was like, oh, how much are you selling tickets for? she video calls me, she's in the supermarket and she's like, hey. Um, and she's like, yeah, so my friend can't come anymore. So, you know, I just thought you were really cool. and wondered if you wanted to come with us. Everything's paid for. I rented a car. You just need to show up. Can you be ready in 24 hours? I was like, yes, I can be ready in 24 hours. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh my God. So cool. So cool. And so, okay. So what's, what do you think the key was with those two things? is believing it before it actually happens like believing that is you know is possible opening your mind to it looking different you know in my mind I was like gonna buy a ticket when I got there and I was gonna go to Coachella that way I didn't think like you know I couldn't have predicted a stranger coming up to me at a bar and like messaging me the next day so it's like being open to how things can happen being open to opportunities and also other people as well so many of the things I've manifested have just come from being really open and one of my in fact one of my closest friends now I met in Hawaii through a trip I manifested to Hawaii as well and 
I was really tired. We were in the breakfast room. And I This girl was wearing like head to toe leopard print. I'm like, wow, this is bold. I love this outfit. And I told her, I was like, oh, I, I love your outfit. Um, that transpired into her inviting me to Pearl Harbor. That transpired into us traveling the US for two weeks. And then she was also from Melbourne. So we got back to Melbourne and she's now one of my closest friends. And so that just happened from sparking up a random conversation. So I think it's like leaving things open and also putting yourself out there, you know, not just like, oh, our opportunity opportunities out there opportunities are always out there it's just like how open are you to following those opportunities how open are you to following those like intuitive nudges you know some people would feel uncomfortable going up to a stranger as I was like oh this girl seems cool let's just let's just say hey in my disheveled state Wow. Love it. So, so good. So good. I've just been jotting down and this is something that I often teach is like the different ways of being or the different mindsets that we can live from. And if we bottled it down, it would be like fear versus love or lack mentality versus expansive uh, mentality of mind, uh, of possibility, of abundance, whatever it might be. And I feel like this is kind of very similar to what you're saying, right? We're either going to be closed off or we're going to be open. We're either going to live from a place of lack or abundance. We can either yeah, be closed off to those things or we can manifest things. Would yes. you agree with that? Absolutely. And I think if you're listening to this now and being like, oh, I am closed off or oh, I'm operating from a place of scarcity. I was not always like this. I was not always, you know, willing to put myself out there or believing that anything was possible for me. I certainly didn't believe that growing up as a skill and as something that I've developed and often you know, we're waiting until we get the certain result and like, oh, well, when this manifests, I'll believe it then. Or when this happens, then I'll believe it then. But you have to begin believing it before you ever begin seeing it. And just having that sense of trust and having that sense of faith, because ultimately faith is that trust without evidence. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I I talk a lot about that too. It's like, we can't have the evidence until we've believed in it first. Like we have to create the belief first. And if that's within ourselves or like, yeah, the the higher powers that be, trust in the universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, Yeah, amazing. So where are, so I guess I want to talk about like where can we start with manifestation or if we're like way back on the scale of still in a, a bit of a lack mentality or scarcity where where's the what are some of the first steps you reckon we could take so something that I actually learned in CBT which is cognitive behavioral therapy was around um the weight of how true my thoughts were and I thought that was a really interesting concept of gathering evidence so when people come to me and they're like oh I don't know if I can like manifest things I'm like okay well what have you already successfully manifested into your life or what things have happened to you that are amazing and when people sit down to write and I encourage people to write a list of 50 things they're like there's no way I'm gonna be able to write 50 things I'm like okay just write the 50. Um, and then when it comes to writing it down, people are like, whoa, I have actually achieved so many incredible things. I've done so many incredible things. I've met so many incredible people. I had the power to make all that happen. I just wasn't recognizing how powerful I already am. So mm. realizing that the evidence is already there about how powerful you are and how many things that you have created into reality. It's, this is especially important if you're going through a bit of a challenging situation right now, because you can feel so consumed by what you're going through right now that it's difficult to look past that and see that there were other experiences. Like, you know, when you're going through heartbreak, it's, it feels impossible to believe that you'll ever find someone again, but you found love before, you'll find love after. Or, you know, whatever yeah. challenging situation you're going through, it can be very difficult when you feel like the walls are closing in around you to remember that there was a time before that happened. So that's why I think it's important to 
And it's great if you can build that kind of evidence list now of things that have already happened before you get into that challenging situation. So you can come and say, wait, I already have all of these things. So I know that this isn't the absolute truth that I'm unworthy or that I'm not deserving or that I'm never going to make this happen. This is actually just how I feel in the moment, but it's not an absolute truth. Mm. Yes, yes, calling out the inner critic or ego voice, whatever you want to call it, fear-based mindset. Um, Yeah, so often it's not fully true, even though it feels really true when you're in it. Um, But yeah, I love the idea of writing it down on paper. I'm a huge fan of that as well. It just gives you that whole perspective, hey, it's just like, let's zoom out and actually think about, is this actually true right now, this belief or thought that I'm thinking? And Yeah. yeah, coming back to that evidence list, love it. 50 things that's a good little challenge for the listeners and I think as well um the way that we feel it can feel like it's actually happening in the the physical world like oh that person looked at me a certain way this means this but does it actually mean that has it actually happened in the physical world or has it just happened in your emotional world and learning to differentiate between the two of those um really puts you in a good standing so I think one of the most powerful things when it comes to manifestation is this process of self-inquiry and I encourage people to ask themselves powerful questions and they say well how do I know if I'm asking myself powerful questions well are you getting powerful answers are you getting an answer that you're like I didn't know I felt that way or this is interesting I didn't know that this was coming up. I, I, um, when I really got into journaling for the first time, I'd, I'd begun in maybe 2019, but I didn't get into a consistent journaling practice until 2020. And oh, that weird sounds, the year sounds so weird to say now. Oh no, that used to sound so normal. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so I didn't really begin a consistent practice till then. And I was going through a particularly challenging period of my life. We had just gone into lockdown. And as a result of that, I had lost my job. Also, as I am from Scotland based overseas in Australia, at that point, I wasn't entitled to any funding. So overnight, basically my income just vanished. And I spent about two weeks being incredibly miserable, feeling really alone, feeling like really in my victimhood. And I was journaling and I was basically just using this journalism space to just like moan about my life, which was cathartic in some ways. But I got to a point when I was journaling and I realized, I asked myself the question, what have you actually done though? Uh, I was like, what have I actually done to change my situation? And when I thought about it, I hadn't done anything. I hadn't looked for new jobs. I hadn't thought about new ways to make money. So number one, that was really confronting because I realized like I had just been like moaning, but I hadn't actually done anything. But number two, that was exciting because I hadn't done anything. So that meant there was a world of possibilities out there. So I went from that position where I was at where basically most of my income streams had vanished overnight to um, manifesting. At first it was $50 and this is the best $50 I ever earned from a task on Airtasker. Um, And I was just showing some people some basic search engine optimization, which is not something I'm like super skilled in, but I have a basic knowledge, which is what these people wanted. So I I can do that. And while I was doing it, I was showing them something on my website and they were like, did you write these things that are on here? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a blogger. I write things. I've been content creating for the past nine years. And they're like, oh, could you write for us? And that went from $50 to um, $1,500, from $1,500 to tens of thousands of dollars. And that just spiraled. And, you know, if I'd have just stuck in that place of like, oh, woe is me, life isn't working in my favor. But actually taking that radical responsibility, asking myself those powerful questions, taking action and believing that my situation actually could be different propelled me in ways I couldn't have ever imagined. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. What a powerful tool. I'm a huge believer of journaling as well and always recommend it to clients. But I, I hear what you say is that there, there is a fine line of like, is this constructive journaling or 
yeah, am I just dwelling on the negative things, right? And my my take on this, and I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, is that I feel like sometimes we have to really allow ourselves to go there and feel those feelings. Like what you were experiencing was a big challenge at the time, and there was lots of emotions attached to it. And if we don't release those, then we're literally just holding on to them and storing them in our body for another time that's going to come out, right? And so I think there is a time and a place for allowing yourself to be really real and honest with yourself and get it all out. Have a big vent on paper, but then also come to a a point where we're like, okay, is this constructive? How do I want to move forward now? And my take on this is that I think we often get to that place organically once we've allowed ourselves to fully release the feelings and, and process it. And if we don't do that, then we kind of just sit in that energy of negativity and, and victim mentality, etc. And so, yeah, I think first and foremost, it's like really allowing yourself to fully release the stuff, the emotions, energy and motion, and then move forward constructively. Yes, I absolutely agree. I think, you know, while you're pushing it down and just trying to like be positive on the outside, if that's not how you actually yeah. feel, you're you're still not actually being positive because that's not how you feel. So allowing yourself yeah. to express how you feel. I had a mentor in the past and she was like, I don't write anything bad in my journal, any negative things in my journal. I'm like, where else am I supposed to put it? Yeah. Um, so I definitely believe in expressing, you know, I think your journal is certainly the one place you should be able to write how you truly feel because it's, it's just for you. It's private. And also what's really great about that is you can you can see patterns you can see themes yeah. and you can look back at stuff I look back at stuff I've written even a week ago I was like that's how I felt really um <laughs> so it's so illuminating and you know you can think about it in your head all day long but until you actually put it somewhere outside of you or have a conversation about it it really allows you to bring an additional layer of context to it that you may not have had yeah yeah absolutely getting perspective for sure for sure Amazing. So let's talk about we're coming into the new year. There's there's a whole new year coming ahead. And I'm sure that at this time of year, people are like, okay, I want to like set some goals, set some intentions. I want to manifest my dream life next year. Where do you feel that these people can start? I feel definitely start by, you know, before just jumping into next year and saying, oh, this year wasn't what I wanted. Um, actually have a look at this year, see what things came to fruition, see what things didn't come to fruition, what things yeah. you would have done differently. And also spend some time celebrating yourself and acknowledging yourself. I love to take myself out on solo dates. I'll take myself out for a nice dinner. I'm just like loving on myself, taking my journal with me so I can write about things as well. And I encourage you, like regardless of what happened this year, to celebrate yourself anyway, because you don't want to go into next year with the energy of, I have to make it happen this year because I didn't make it happen last year. And that means I'm yes. a failure. That means I can never get anything done so let's make sure that we're actually closing off this chapter correctly before we go into next year because we don't want to bring a sense of heaviness into it a second thing I will say is don't overwhelm yourself with loads of grand ideas like it's good to want things and I think you know it's great to script about a future that you'd like to one day have but when it comes to setting core goals that you're actually going to accomplish over the next year if you're writing 20 things that you're going to do the likelihood that you are going to get overwhelmed by all of those 20 things is actually extremely extremely high Mm. unless you're like some kind of superhuman where you feel inspired to have like 20 20 goals rotating at one time but for me three to four tops is is great um so I think 
that, you know, starting with a few and knowing that that doesn't mean, oh, I'm limited to only being able to do these things over the course of the year, but pick three or four big things, which are ultimately going to have micro goals leading into them. And then when you accomplish accomplish them, of course, you can add more to the list, but let's just like start small and follow the path of least resistance by making it really, really easy for you rather than there is so much on here. I don't know where to begin rather than starting, let's just go watch Netflix, which, you know, I have done. I know, I know, I know the process because I've done it many times before. So let's just make it super easy, super simple, a few key things, and then start from there. Mm, Some really valid points there. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope people are taking notes. (laughs) I was just writing down a couple of things that I wanted to circle back to, and that's around like, like you say, it's okay, celebrate, reflect first, love that, and then celebrate, but get into the energy of like that celebration of abundance, of positivity, of, yeah, of love. So we then create from that place as opposed to the lack, fear, scarcity mentality first. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, energy is so important. It really informs so much of what we do and how Mm. we feel. And we can maybe place a little less importance on it because or how can you how can you measure love or how can you measure the degree of happiness that you're feeling you know it's perhaps not um favored in our society where a strategy is upheld as the thing that's most important but actually the way you feel about yourself and the way you feel about your life has a huge impact on the way that you show up and the way that you approach things yes yeah and i think for me a big puzzle piece in manifestation is embodiment like is is actually getting into that energy and living from that place like being open of abundance of love um of expansion and possibility as opposed to the yeah the fear closed off place and so yeah I think any kind of practices that are going to help you get into that energy and into that way of being on a consistent basis this is sort of how I like to teach it is going to be supportive while it's going to feel amazing, right? Because you live each day in that energy, but also that it, it's going to attract in the things that you're wanting to, right? Like attracts like. Yes, that's exactly it. And I've so been feeling that recently with um, going back to the gym and, you know, there's maybe a myth that everything is going to feel like, oh, embodiment feels so easy and feels so good. And sometimes like I have to like force myself to go to the gym and I'm like, "Uh, I'm in so much pain. But afterwards, I know that I'm going to feel so good. So remember that embodiment is also about, about making those decisions for the long term rather than just a sense of short term gratification. Don't give yourself an out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just about thinking positively. It's about, okay, how can I get into the energy of positivity and abundance, etc. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think a, a part of the puzzle piece for goal setting and manifesting next things into the new year or at any moment, right, is, and I think people don't talk about this enough, is like really coming back to what you really want and what's in alignment for you and not just saying that you want to manifest X, Y, Z or create X, Y, Z just because you think you should or everyone else is. I've certainly fallen into that trap before. Um, And actually my framework for manifestation, the whole reason that I came up with that was in 2018, I created this vision board and I put things on there. I was like, oh, this number of followers is going to make me sound legit. Oh, this is something that someone else has. This is something that I should have. Oh, everyone else is buying houses at this point in their life and having children. That's what I should do. And then I look back on it and 
two years later, I've not manifested on anything on that vision board. I'm like, why have I not manifested anything on this vision board? Oh, because I never actually wanted any of these things to begin with. So rather than, you know, two years down the line, realizing that you were out of integrity with what you actually wanted, why not start with embodying the vibe of your higher self and thinking less around the things you want to have, but who you want to be. And then in response to who you want to be, okay, what do I want to have that fits in with the vision of that person? Oh, love it. And then acting from that place, right? Yeah, exactly. You, future you exercises. Oh, such a juicy conversation. We could talk for hours on this. Um, any other tips around manifestation or anything else you want to add to this conversation? I think just remember that, you know, on this journey that you're on of creating your most abundant life and your most extraordinary vision is understanding just how incredible you already are. And Mm. I know that people maybe find it challenging to talk to themselves in that way, but love on yourself more, even more than you're doing at the moment. If you feel like you're doing it hundred percent at the moment, great, do it more. If you feel like you're not quite there yet, like talk to yourself in the mirror, talk to yourself lovingly, talk to yourself as you would want a partner to talk to you, whether you have a partner or not, it's like really getting in that habit of like, obsessing over how incredible you are because if you want to manifest extraordinary things you have to see yourself as an extraordinary person you have to see yourself as a magnet for those opportunities for those people for those experiences yes oh this is so good this is so good I'm like and then I'm like this is where the the personal development work comes in like hiring yourself a coach or a therapist or whoever it is for you and like really doing that inner work because I remember actually funny story so when before I became in, came into coaching world I volunteered at a health retreat in Oz for six weeks and it was like my big solo trip overseas and it was meant to be all this like amazing thing and it was but it was really challenging as well on so many different levels but anyway I met this amazing girl she used to work as a chef in the in the kitchen and I used to help her out and she was probably a similar age to me but she was just so wise and so she'd already been on a massive journey herself and I won't go into details because that's her personal journey but I went to stay with her one night and we were just walking down and we went to watch the sunrise um down at the beach at one point and she was like oh she was just talking about manifestation and how she could never ever do this before but after she'd done her healing or her therapy work and worked with coaches she then was able to manifest anything and she was just like oh yeah I just needed a couch for our new flat and then I manifested one and there was one on the side of the road and it was like perfect and great condition blah 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 and I was like wow that's amazing and for her at the time for me at the time when I was talking to her I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like, I want to do that kind of thing. But now knowing what I know now, looking back, you know, some years on, I can see that she was in total alignment then. Like she had done her healing. She had done her inner work. She was authentically herself. She fully loved, embraced, owned, accepted all of who she was. And then, yeah, she was able to call in that stuff and manifest the things that she really wanted. And so I don't know if that's talked about enough online either. It's like it's a it's like not an instant thing, right? It can be a little bit of inner work to do to get yourself to a point where you like you say that you fully love on yourself and celebrate yourself and own your your power. Um, you know, I think I think there's a it's a bit of a journey, right? Yeah, I think that's really important to say. And I actually just spoke about this on Instagram the other day, is that it 
doesn't happen overnight but Mm. you reach a point where you've hit the tipping point and then it feels like everything is suddenly happening as a result of that one thing but it's actually the culmination and the compounding effect of all of those things building up to a point now where you know what I what is amazing to me about manifestation now is there are some beliefs that I have now where it seems laughable to me that the opposite would be true like when I was going through that with the competitions like at first I was like this is absurd and then afterwards it was like it it seems impossible to me that I wouldn't win it just seems so crazy to me that I wouldn't win and building your beliefs up into that point about oh I love myself this much and of course anybody who comes into my life is going to match that it's just laughable Mm. but it wouldn't be that way or you know it doesn't happen overnight going from I can't look in the mirror to everyone is obsessed with me and that doesn't happen overnight and if you feel like oh I've been doing this work but it feels like nothing's working well how do you know it's not working and people typically say well it's not working because I don't have what I want yet but having what you want is like if you think of baking a cupcake, having what you want is like the cherry on top. There's still the cake, there's still the icing, there's still everything else that has gone into it. So just because you can't see and feel it yet doesn't mean it's not happening. Don't give up before you get the cherry. Keep going until it's like complete. And people ask, well, when should I give up on my manifestation? When should I give up on my manifestation? There are very rare occasions that you should actually give up. And one of the things I say is like, well, give up on it if it no longer makes sense for you, if it's not in alignment Mm. for you. And you're just like, oh, well, I said I was going to do this. I guess I've got to see it through. I guess I've got to stay at this job where I don't feel valued because I said I wanted to switch careers. That's when you should give up on your manifestation. But apart from that, just keep going. And it's not a very sexy answer, but it's the truth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And celebrate the journey. Enjoy the journey. Like life's not just about the cherry on top, right? I mean, yes, it's all very wonderful, but what's wrong with the cake and the icing in between? (laughs) Exactly. It's so good. And, you know, make it playful as well. We obviously have these big things that we're working towards manifesting, but something that I've been playing with recently is like, ooh, I get gifts from the universe every day. And yesterday I went to the shop to buy my new new thing of the moment. I have this thing where I like hyper fixate over food and my thing at the moment is fructose. So I was like, ooh, after the gym, I'm going to go get some fructose. And I got to (laughs) supermarket I get to the bread bit and there's a guy and he's next to all the bread and he's like 60% off and then he just places a fruit toast in front of me and I'm like thank you I will take that 60% off my fruit bread (laughs) I love it I love hearing these stories of manifestation it's so inspiring and so so fun oh my goodness okay shall we switch gears into some rapid fire questions are you ready yes absolutely What have been some of the most game-changing habits, tools, rituals that you've done in your own personal journey that have made a massive difference? Meditation has for sure changed my life and I actually grew up Buddhist so going to the temple when I was younger was the bane of my life. I hated it so much. Um, So I swore off meditation for a really long time and it wasn't until I decided to approach it again to see like how it impacted my anxiety because I was going through a particularly anxious period of my life. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this every day for a week and I'm going to see how I feel afterwards. You know, I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself. And after that week, I was like, whoa, I feel more creative. My ideas are coming to me more easily. I have this like sense of calm. This is, this is incredible. And now it's been almost 900 consecutive days of meditating every day. And it's just, it's mind blowing. And we can get so wrapped up in thinking that it has to be a certain way or I have to sit for 30 minutes with my legs crossed, but even just taking like five mindful minutes will have such a profound impact on your life. And it's it's free, people. It's free. Mm. So meditation for sure, journaling for sure, mirror work. Um, so I'm placing my affirmations on the mirror and then I'm reading them and I'm looking at myself. Also something that 
I, I just love as a hack is when you're reading your affirmations or when you're setting a goal about something that hasn't yet happened and that feels very far away for you I like to kind of borrow the emotion or borrow the belief from something that has happened that's similar so when I'm reading out that affirmation that's like I'm a millionaire and I'm not a millionaire yet I'm thinking oh but remember that time that I manifested ten thousand dollars and if I can manifest ten thousand dollars I can manifest a hundred thousand dollars if I could manifest that I could manifest a million dollars and then I get really excited that way so I'm like find something to take that belief from so I can infuse it into my affirmations Yes, yes, beautiful. Love that. What a good, what a good little tip. What does inner confidence mean to you? I think inner confidence is just like an effortless kind of energy that you have about you. You know, when you go to a party and someone walks into a room, you're like, wow, I'm not sure what it is about them, but I'm just so drawn to that person. Mm. Uh, Inner confidence is, is that and being in the room with yourself and being in your own party and being like wildly drawn to yourself and your, your energy, your attention. Yes, 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 yes. What's one thing your inner critic used to tell you all the time that you can now see is just total BS? Oh, that's great. Um, That I would not be a very good speaker. I've been content creating for nine years and particularly through blogging. So when it came to Instagram lives or the idea of starting my own podcast, I was just like, well, I know I'm great at writing, but what if that doesn't actually translate over to voice? So I had a real resistance around showing up and speaking for a very long time. Obviously, that's not a problem now, but it really used to be something that stopped me from showing up and I would be like shaking before I would get online whereas now I'm like hello everybody and it feels very natural and easy for me amazing thank you for sharing that example because that's so yeah so so common I love that that you're just bringing the human side to you again and be like well clearly that wasn't true because yeah look at you today and you're speaking so eloquently I love it what a good example what's one piece of advice or your biggest piece of advice you'd tell new business owners or entrepreneurs Mm. that's a good one I think um leaning on my intuition more you know you will I think it's important to have people to mentor you to support you but to know that you're not relying on them that they're helping you to you know obviously use some of their strategies but they're helping you to access what's already inside of you and to trust that more so the more you can lean into your intuition and maybe your intuition is even going to lead you to the person that you want to work with but developing that relationship is like a bond that you're going to have for life so the more that you trust yourself with the small decisions the more you're going to trust yourself with the big decisions and I think a huge part of being an entrepreneur is your ability to make decisions about the direction of your business and what you want to do Mm, couldn't agree more beautiful words yes And if there's one thing, one message or one piece of wisdom that you'd like to impart with the world and the lives that you've touched, what would it be? (laughs) Oh, um, it's a big question. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really big question. Um, I think this is just the beginning. You know, if you're at somewhere right now and you feel you're going through a particularly challenging point in time, know that there's like 
so much to go from here and this is just a brief period in your life and if you're feeling like on top of the world and you've just manifested so many incredible things great this is just the beginning imagine what else you can bring into your life so something that I uh, I like to say in my own life is that this is a moment not a lifetime and it really helps ground me whether life is going really great or whether I'm going through a period that's particularly challenging it's just like all of these moments are literally that just moments and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after but part of that is actually kind of exciting Mm. yes beautiful words beautiful this has been incredible is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners no just do you and be you and the world is magic if you let it be yes the world is magic if you let it be love that so much I feel like we need to have all these like post-it notes and quotes from what you've like shared on the podcast today this has been so good so Afia where can the listeners come find you if they want to connect with you online so you can find my podcast the manifest edit podcast you can come hang out on instagram which is afiasalter underscore and I also run free five-day virtual manifestation retreats where I teach my five-step method for aligned manifestation. Our next one is happening in February, but you can register now by heading to afiasalter.com forward slash freebie. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your energy, your wisdom, your passion for this work and your knowledge. Thank you so much for this time. And thanks again for having me. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.